one of the great blessings that a child of God has, that God has given to the child of God, is that we have a great desire to do God's way. Every true believer has this. The new heart that God has given to us, that great desire, Mr. Camping always put it, have a great desire to do God's way. That we're happiest when we're doing it God's way. It's just the new nature that God has given to the true believer. We hate sin. We hate a false way. We're very sensitive to truth of God's word. When we hear a false doctrine, immediately the child of God knows. Because we become very sensitive to these things. Because God has given us his spirit. And we, we, we know these things. Remember God tells us in the Bible, my sheep hear his voice. We hear truth. And we will not follow a stranger. Is how God is, has, that's the way the true believer is. And also God has given us a love for the word of God. A love for truth. As difficult as it may be to hear or to proclaim, we must do it. It doesn't, it's not a choice. True believer doesn't have a choice. God has given us a true desire to bring forth the truth of God's word. Remember Jonah as he entered into Nineveh? Forty days and the city will be overthrown. He had to proclaim it. The true believer is not an option. We're living in a day where God says we must prophesy again these these things. And it's difficult to, 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 to do because we're telling the world that the door to heaven is closed. That there is no hope of you becoming saved. You could cry to God and if you're not one of his, which I don't know who are his elect, no one knows. But the door to heaven is, is, is just like the ark in Noah's death. Came a day when he closed the door. So when the, when the flood began and people realized what was going on, you could just imagine this, that they ran to the ark, probably was banging on the door, Noah let us in. Remember, Noah didn't close the door on his own, God did. And he didn't go back and open it again. All those who was on the outside of the ark did perish in the flood of that day. And so in our day, the door is closed. He closed it. And that's the day in which we're living, that there is no more salvation. So, you, know, you go out there and you're telling people this are the signs on the back, and they say it, and they're going to they're gonna argue with you. It's human nature. They're going to argue with you. A loving God will never do this. My God will never do that. Well, their God won't. But the God of the Bible will. He's a God of judgment. It comes a point where, where you know, Israel was destroyed. Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed. The world of Noah's day was destroyed. And why are we any different than these dear people? No. We're no different. And God proclaimed that he would close the door. Now we're living in that time when the door to heaven, heaven is closed and no one else is becoming saved. But but here we here we are, that God has given the true believer a true desire to for God's word. That's what the new heart of God of God's people desires. If you would read through Psalm one nineteen, all all one hundred and seventy six verses. Here and you could read it at your own leisure how God talks about the true believer, how we love the word of God. We love it. There are those who they wanna they don't want to hear the, about the judgment of God and all these things. They don't want to hear the niceties, which they don't want to hear about the new heaven, new earth. Yes, it's there. 
but God is a God of judgment. And, and, and as we go through the Bible, we see these things, and there's a love for it. For instance, if you would um, look at Jeremiah chapter um, 15, a very familiar verse to us, verse 16. It says, Thy words were found, and I did eat them, which Christ is the bread of life. We eat of him spiritually when we become saved. Thy word was unto me a joy and rejoicing of my heart. It's the new heart that God has given to us. It's a joy and rejoicing of the child of God's heart. For I am called by thy name, O Jehovah, God of hosts. See, there ought to be a rejoicing in our heart for God's word and a, and a, and a thirst for God's word and a, and a hunger for the truth of God's word. Although it may be difficult to tell or to proclaim uh, the truth, but we don't rejoice in the fact that unsaved man is going to be destroyed. We don't do that. God has no pleasure in the death of the wicked, and we shouldn't have no pleasure in that, none whatsoever. Uh, we shouldn't. We shouldn't. God tells us we have to love our fellow man. You know, we know that during the day of salvation, we desire salvation for our loved ones. We, we beseech God on their behalf and so forth, but now the door is closed and there is no pleasure in, t in, in, in telling man that the door is closed. But we must go forth with the word of God because we're commanded by God to go again. And uh, let's jump forward on this point here in, in Revelation 10, remember? Read it last time. Chris did a study on this. In Revelation 10, verse um, 8 of Revelation 10. And the voice which I heard from heaven spake unto me again, denoting a second time. He spoke again and said, Go, take the little book which is open in the hand of the angel, which standeth upon the sea and upon the earth. And I went unto the angel and said unto me, Give me the little book. And he said unto me, Take it and eat it up, and it shall make thy belly bitter. But... It shall be in thy mouth sweet as honey. The word of God is sweet. You look at the word honey in the Bible, a lot of it has to do with God's word. The Bible is sweet to our taste, but it brings bitterness. You have to proclaim judgment to the people. And it says, Then I took the little book out of the angel's hand and ate it up, and it was in my mouth sweet as honey. And as soon as I had eaten it up, my belly was bitter. And he said unto me, Thou must, see that must, it's not an option. We must prophesy again. See, that again, again is the second time. So you must prophesy again before peoples, see, before peoples and nations, know the plurality of those words, and tongues and kings. We must go back again and prophesy Again, the second time, with this news that God has given to us from the Bible. Many are reluctant to do so, but here God is our orders from God that we must prophesy a second time. And the message that we're bringing, it's a bitter one. It is a bitter one. We're telling the world that there is no more salvation. The door to heaven is closed. And it's, it's sad to do so. But we must proclaim it. We must proclaim it to, 
to peoples and nations and tongues and kings. I think that kings there could be pointing to the, even the elect, God's, there are God's elect out there and they will hear it. You know, and we must do this. And God's people, we love the word of God and we want to be obedient to God's commandment and we will do it. We will go forth as God has instructed us to do so. Uh, in the book of Luke, in Luke chapter 1, remember Elizabeth, she was with child with, was it John the Baptist? 41? 41. Okay. And it came to pass that while Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary, the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Ghost. And, and, and she spake out with a loud voice and said, Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb. So we see here this baby unborn, heard their, his mother and Mary speaking about the word of God, and re it rejoices the heart of an unborn child. And so it is that it rejoices our heart also, the word of God. When we hear the truth of God's word, we're, whether we're learning, uh, uh, we're reading God's word and we're learning new things in the Bible, uh, faith and and whatever new things that God is teaching us from the Bible, we, we we rejoice in it that God is teaching us truth from the Word of God, and so and so is the heart of every child of God. We rejoice in the fact that we've learned about May twenty one, Judgment Day, and we're learning about the sixteen hundred days, and we're learning. God has opened up this Word to us in a in a great way over the last few years. And it's unprecedented that God has opened up his word to the hearts of his people in such a mighty way. And we rejoice in it, that God, he has not forgotten, forgotten his people, and he can't forget his people. That's an impossible thing, but he's teaching us things, great and wonderful truths from the word of God. If you look at Psalm, 100, no, Psalm 28, in Psalm 28, and, and you know, when you compare these things and you check it out, then you see it's true to God's word. We give God all the praise for it because we can't take any credit when we learn something from from God's Word, the Bible. And you see how wonderful how God has raised up family radio during that time and He has opened the eyes of Mr. Camping to all these wonderful truths in the Bible and God's people rejoice in this, in these truths that He has, he has, he, he has taught us. In Psalm 28, verses 7 and 8, we read, Jehovah is my strength and my shield. My heart trusted, trust, trusted, trusted in him. And I'm helped. Therefore, my heart greatly rejoiceth. And with my songs will I praise him. Jehovah is their strength. You know, he's our strength. No, we don't have no strength of ourselves. And he is the saving strength of his anointed. Save thy people and bless thine inheritance. Feed them also, and we're fed. How does he feed us spiritually? From God's word, the Bible, because he is the bread of life, and he feeds us, and lift them up forever. So you see, our right there in verse seven, he says, "My heart greatly rejoiceth in God's word, the Bible, because there is nothing that make us happy, uh, the happiest when we're when we are spending time in God's word, and he." has instructed us to meditate on the Word of God. And we're happiest when we're doing it God's way. When we'll be obedient to what it says. And I know we're not going to be popular bringing this message. 
No. We're going to be laughed at, mocked, and and remember, remember, uh, was it was it uh, Pentecost when in the book of Acts, and they thought with Peter and, and the other apostles, they were drunken with wine that early in the morning. And he says, no, we're not. They were simply declaring what God's word says. And so it is that as we have learned all these things from the Bible, and we rejoice in it, but we must declare it to the world. Look at Psalm 33, verse 20. Psalm 33, verse 20. Here he says, Psalm 33, verse 20. Our soul waiteth for Jehovah. And now we're, we're, we're waiting upon Jehovah. And, you know, the wonderful thing is that God will do what he says. There's no question about that. He is our help and our shield. For our heart shall rejoice in him because we have trusted in his holy name. Let thy mercy, O Jehovah, be upon us according as we hope in thee. All these beautiful verses are talking about how the child of God rejoice, rejoices in, in, in truth, in God's word, the Bible. I mentioned Psalm 105, uh, Psalm 119 earlier, but let's read a verse from, from Psalm 119, verse 140. And, and this is God's people. He says here, Psalm 119, verse 40. He says, Thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. See, we is a great love that God's people, that God has given to his people for the word of God. There's nothing more more important to us than God's word, the Bible. It says there, thy word is very pure, therefore thy servant loveth it. There's no question. We love the Word of God. Even when we're reading parts in the Bible that we don't understand, it is God's Word, the Bible. And that's what we want to hear. As I said earlier, as difficult as it might be to declare Judgment Day and no more salvation, yes, we rejoice the fact that we're, our salvation is, a, is at its completion. Yes, we rejoice in that. But the other side of it, all of us have family members that we weep for, that is not saved. We have children, we have mothers, we have fathers. And we go to God again and again and again. That Could it be that God may have saved them before May 21? We don't know. But as time is drawing closer and closer and closer, and you're living with them, and as far as your eye can see, you see no evidence of salvation. And that's part of we living in this time where where God is trying us. And we love our loved ones and we have to love them, still care for them and do all these things that we have to do for them. And as the closer you get and you see that there is no evidence, they're still in the world, they're still loving their sin, there is nothing. We still go to God and we still pray for them. We should never stop. We should never stop praying for our loved ones. We should bring them before God again and again and again. This, these things that we ought to do. This part of God trying us in the, in, in the day that in which we're, we're living. We still, should still, we should still do that. But um, yes, but we, should, we, we look at um, Psalm 105 again. But let's go turn over to Psalm 105. Psalm 105 verses 1, 1 to 5. 
Psalm 105, give thanks unto Jehovah, call upon his name, because make known his deeds among the people. We have to make these things known amongst the people. Uh, the things that we're learning from God's word in our day. It says, oh, give thanks unto Jehovah, call upon his name, make known. When we learn these things from the Bible, you know, we ought to keep it to ourselves. At any time during the history of the world, we learn something new. Remember listening to Mr. Camping over Fan Radio? Whenever he learns something from the Bible, what does he do? He brought it forth. He let us know. He shared it. And so in our day, we're learning about uh, Judgment Day. We learned May 21 was Judgment Day. We're learning that we're living in the day of judgment. We're learning that uh, the door to heaven is closed. Or what, are we, what should we do with this information? Keep it to ourselves? No. We ought to proclaim it, as the Bible says. Make his deeds known among the people. And says, sing unto him, sing psalms unto him. Talk ye of all his wondrous works. Uh, and, and God goes on, glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek Jehovah. It says, seek Jehovah and his strength. Seek him, seek his, his face evermore. Remember we read Jonah earlier? When God had gave him an instruction to go to Nineveh, did he, did he hold back? No. He went there with a, with a message saying, In 40 days, Nineveh shall be overthrown. He went there with it. And he proclaimed it. He proclaimed it. Remember he says, God says, You go there with the word that I bid thee. And so it is, as we learn these things from the Bible, it is the word that God bid us to proclaim. And we're like Jonah. Uh, we're living in a day of judgment. The door to heaven is closed. What should we do with it? We should be like Jonah. We ought to proclaim it to the world. And oh, the world, oh, they, they're going to argue with you. They're going to fuss at you. Remember, hand out, many of us went out the tracks leading up to May 21. And you've been in certain situations. People are arguing with you. That, you know, they're arguing with you. But we sh that shouldn't, it, it, it's par for the course. So you shouldn't be surprised when people argue with you or fuss at you or, or look at you strangely. We shouldn't be surprised of it. At any time during the history of the world we're proclaiming the gospel, mankind is in opposition to it. He's in opposition to, to God. He's in rebellion against God. Uh, you remember that, that verse there in, um, I think it's in John 7. Here he was speaking to them. Uh, let's start at verse 20 to pick up the context in John chapter 7. The people answered and said, Thou hast a devil. Speaking to our Lord Jesus here, they're saying, Oh, thou hast a devil. Uh, who goeth about to kill thee? Jesus answered and said unto them, I have done one work, and ye all marvel. Moses therefore gave unto you circumcision, not because it is of Moses, but of the fathers, and, he, and ye on the Sabbath day circumcise a man. If a man on the Sabbath day receive circumcision, that the law of Moses should not be broken, are ye angry at me because I have made a man every whit whole on the Sabbath day? Judge not according to the, to the appearance, but judge righteous judgment. Then said some of them of Jerusalem, Is not this he whom they seek to kill? This is Christ. But did that stop him from speaking or, or proclaiming the gospel? No. And here he says in verse 26, 
But lo, he speaketh boldly, and they say nothing unto him. Do the rulers know indeed that this is the very Christ? But you see, here Christ, they're going about to seek to kill him, and yet, that didn't stop him. They said, you could see their face. Here he go, he's speaking boldly of these things. So, when mankind comes at, at, at us with their remarks or 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 anything like that, it shouldn't, we shouldn't cower away and, and, and oh, you know, they're going to laugh at, no, Christ was speaking boldly. And in verse 27 says, how be we know this man, hence he is, but when Christ cometh, no man knoweth whence he is. Then cried Jesus in the temple, as he taught them, saying, he both know, know, he both know me, and he know whence I am. I am not come of myself, but he that sent me is true, whom he know not. But I know him, for I am from him, and he has sent me. Then they sought to take him, but no man laid hands on him, because his hour was not yet come. He, he goes on. See, so when man comes at us, we shouldn't... Yeah, we, we, we walk very humbly in this world as we proclaim the gospel. We don't have to argue with people. They don't want to hear it. They don't offer them a track. They don't want it. Then you go to the next person. And so we ought to be because it's expected. It's expected as we go forward with the gospel. But, but God has given us a, a great desire to go forth with these things. And we should, we should, we should do it. Let's look at Jeremiah 50, verse 1. We, we've learned these things in the Bible. We, the true believers, we must be obedient to what God has taught us from the Bible. And we don't worry about what people think. We shouldn't be uh, worried about what mankind is going to say to us. You know, we should... One thing I've learned from Mr. Camping over the years, you listen to open forum, and when they attack him, he just rolls off his back. He pays no attention to it. It's expected. In Jeremiah 50, he says, The word that Jehovah spake against Babylon and against the land of the Chaldeans by Jeremiah the prophet, declare ye among the nations, and publish, and set up a standard, publish, and conceal not. We're not supposed to conceal these things that God is teaching us from God's word, the Bible. We ought to let it known. Publish it that to to the to the world, and and it says you conceal not, not uh, uh, and it says Babylon is taken, Bel is confounded, Merodach is broken in pieces, her idols are confounded, her images are broken in pieces, and God goes on. We shouldn't conceal that what we're learning from the Bible. We ought to let it known to, to the world, and pray that God may. Give us the opportunity and open up these doors for us as we go with the gospel. Remember, no matter which country you go or what continent you may be on or where you're from, um, sin is sin. Man's rebellion is the same against God's word. You, we're not going to be accepted by people as we go with this gospel. If you were going with a false gospel, they would. You know, man can't have itching ears, you know. And you see what's being proclaimed by the churches, and all these things, you know, the type of gospel that they preach. You know, I was at work the other day, and I was in the trauma center, and they had the TV on all over the place. And having to look at, I looked at the TV, and it was sad to see. 
what's been said on, what's been proclaimed, you know, the miracle water, you know, and this and that. Uh, you know, it's sad to see. And it's all through the trauma center, you see, and people just are, are fixated on it. And I'm looking at these dear people, you know, and what's being set aside. It is it's so sad to see. But uh, let's and let's continue on a little bit. And it says here, God tells us, and um, we must declare these things because he has opened our eyes to it. And God's people will do it because we have a love for the truth of God's word. And we want, we're going to be obedient to what he has, he has commanded us to do. We must proclaim these things to the world. And in Acts chapter 20, I believe, in Acts chapter 20, here, uh, in Acts chapter 20, verse 16, I believe, here I think God under, is, is, is moving Paul to say these things. In Acts chapter 20, verse 16, For Paul had determined to sail by, by Ephesus because he would not spend the time in Asia, uh, for he hasted, if it were possible for him, to be at Jerusalem the day of Pentecost. And from Miletus he sent, he sent to Ephesus and called the elders of the church. And when they were come to him, he said unto them, Ye know from the first day that I came on came into Asia after after what manner I have been with you at all season, serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations which befall me by the laying in wait of the Jews. And and, and now I kept and now I kept back nothing that was profitable unto you, but have showed you and have taught you publicly so he, he didn't hold back the things that God had taught Paul the Apostle. He didn't hold back. And he says, and he says, and he have taught you publicly. See these, and, and from house to house. So God is teaching us these things from the Bible to the true believers. We should publicly declare it. We shouldn't hold back anything. See, and from house to house, testifying both to the Jews and also to the Greeks, repentance toward God and faith toward our Lord Jesus. So those things that God has taught him, he publicly declared it and he didn't hold anything back. And so we should do the same thing. God has taught us these things about May 21 and all these things that he has taught us from the Bible. The child of God, who God has given a great desire to be obedient to him, we're going to publicly declare these things. We're not going to hold back. Paul the Apostle, he didn't hold back these things. He told it. And now, behold, I go bound in the Spirit unto Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me, save that the Holy Ghost witnesseth in every city, saying that bonds and afflictions abide me. But none of these things moved me. See, none of these things moved him. And, and so should we be, our eyes are steadfast on the Lord Jesus Christ. Man is going to come at us with all their, whatever they're saying to us. But the child of God, our mind is steadfast on the Lord Jesus Christ. But none of these things move, and neither count I myself dear unto myself, so that I may finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. 
see how Paul the Apostle was. None of these things moved him. As he was eyes was on the Lord Jesus Christ. And it says, verse 25, And now, behold, I, I know not what, I know that ye, ye all, among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God, shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shunned to declare unto you all the counsel of God. We shouldn't draw back. We shouldn't be intimidated by people because the world is against what we're bringing. See, Paul the Apostle, he didn't shun away from it. As we learn these things in God's Word, God's people will pro proclaim it, and, and, and we will do it. The word shun there is the word draw back. We shouldn't, we shouldn't draw back from declaring these things. If you turn to, I think it's in Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 10. We looked at this before. In Hebrews chapter 10, verse 38. Now the just shall live by faith, but if any man draw back, this word there is shunned, any man draw back, my soul shall have no pleasure in him. But we are not of them who draw back unto perdition, but of them that believe to the saving of the soul. We won't draw back. As difficult as this study, this, this message is, we won't shun to bring the full counsel of God and what God is teaching us from the Bible. We should never draw back. Although many might be in opposition to it and so forth, but that doesn't phase the true child of God. We should all be like Paul the Apostle. And at times he's a picture of Christ. We, should, we shouldn't do that. We humbly bring it. We don't go around beating nobody over the head with this. We humbly share it. And, and, and you leave all these things in God's hands. You know, God's word is living. It's alive. And as he teaches these things, uh, we're not, it's not going to win the popularity contest. But we ought to declare it unto the world. And I think that it's used again also, I think, in, uh, I think it's in Galatians, I think. It's in Galatians chapter 2, I believe, verse 12. For, for before that certain came from James, he did eat with the Gentiles. But when they were come, he withdrew, that same word, and separated himself, fearing them that were of the circumcision. That same withdrew there is the same as draw back. We should never draw back from sharing God's word, the truth of God's word, because we can't. We can't. We shouldn't draw back. We humbly share these things to God, to the world as God, and we do it publicly. You know, it's not private interpretations of the Bible. says so we publicly share these things. God has instructed us to prophesy again, the second time, and that's what we do because God has given us this information not for ourselves or amongst ourselves here. We had to go forth with it and and the true believers we rejoice in the fact that God has given us these things to proclaim, but it's not a good message. Since it's not a good message, it's a message that it's difficult to proclaim and we will proclaim it because we're living in a day which the door to heaven has never been closed before. Never been. And you see the world that's going on. Babies are being born and people are caring. But, you know, God knows exactly what He's doing. God knows exactly what He's doing. And we simply obey what He's 
had told us to do from God's Word, the Bible. Yeah, let's stop here, and next time, Lord, when we meet, I'll continue on a little bit further. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you once again. We thank you, O Lord, that you are, you are merciful, you're gracious. Thank you, O Lord, that it all seems that, and I firmly believe that October 7th is that day when you will take your people home to be with you and create new heavens and new earth. And, O Lord, we patiently wait for that. And we ask, O Lord, may your perfect will be done in all things that we do. We pray once again, O Lord, for all these trips that are being planned. We ask that you will give us wisdom in planning these trips, that you will put it on the hearts of people to go and, and to help us with these planning of these trips. And we thank you for those who are helping us planning these trips, that you will be with them also and give us wisdom. And we ask that you will give us traveling mercies as we go on these trips. And, oh, Lord, we ask, oh, Lord, that you will just continue to watch over us as we go. And, oh, Lord, we thank you for all of us who are here today. Pray for our families. We pray, oh, Lord, that your perfect will be done. Pray for Chris as he comes forth with another study and the question and answer. Pray, oh, Lord, that the next trip is coming up is to Jamaica. We pray that you will be with us who are going. And, 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 oh, Lord, we just ask that you will work out all the details, oh, Lord, the hotel, the travel, and, and all these things, oh, Lord, is in thy hand. Pray for the next trip that's coming up. The next one, I believe, is to South Africa. Pray that you will be with us, oh, Lord, as we go. And pray for those who will see, get these these uh, materials. And we, I pray, oh, Lord, that could it be that we may come across the elect as we go forth to feed sheep. We thank you, oh, Lord, for everyone who's here. And, we ask these things in your name. Amen.